Last week in the Career Connection podcast, I delved into happiness at work together with Anna Blasiak, happiness expert. We got so excited about this topic, we decided to offer you some more inspiration and tools to investigate and create more happiness at work and in life if you wish to. If you listened to the previous episode of the Career Connection podcast, episode number nine, you heard us speak about the four pillars of happiness at work, the PERK pillars, which stand for purpose, engagement, resilience, and kindness. So in today's episode, we will share more information, pitfalls, and tips on the first pillar, purpose. Here we go. You are listening to the Career Connection podcast, bringing you practical and proven tips and advice from the leading expert on job searching and pivoting your career in the Netherlands each and every week. Besides this, this podcast is meant to connect, empower and share inspiring expat stories. Real people inspiring stories, all linked to making the career connection. And now here's your host, Marielle Obels. After a really nice uh, podcast episode about happiness at work with Anna, I decided to invite her over to the show again to deep dive into one of the aspects of happiness at work that we spoke about. It's going to be all about the perk concept. And who better can explain about this than Anna herself? Anna, welcome to the show again. Hello, welcome. I'm so happy to be here again and uh, I'm excited to, to come back to Perk model. Yeah, looking forward. Good. So Anna, to recap uh, a bit, could you shortly explain what Perk is all about? Yes, indeed. Last time we talked about PERC. Uh, PERC is, uh, is a model developed by the researchers from the Berkeley University. And uh, it's P-E-R-K. So it's four uh, key pillars of happiness at work. Uh, P stands for purpose. E stands for engagement. R stands for resilience. And K stands for kindness. Yes. And all these four aspects, um, I think they set it up and they uh, use it as a measurement or an instrument as well to also define happiness at work, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So we decided to do uh, a deep dive into all the aspects of PERC. So there are going to be like four episodes about the PERC topics. And today is going to be the first one. So we will talk about purpose today, right? Yes, today yeah. is a P, P like purpose. Yes. So could you short, shortly um, well, walk us through the main questions that we're going to talk about today, Anna? Yeah, we, uh, I would like to talk today about purpose. And then so the main question is, what is the purpose? And uh, then after we talk about it, it's of course the next question comes how can we boost our purpose if it's important for our work uh, happiness at work how can we boost it and uh, also when we talk about purpose uh, um, the other thing to comes our mind is about the values the core values that help us to define the purpose so uh, that's uh, what we will be talking uh, today during our podcast super so let's delve in a bit more. So if we talk about purpose, um, what does 
purpose mean? So what is it actually? Yeah, that's a good question. What is the purpose? Uh, well, generally, we think about purpose as uh, striving for, for our goals and knowing how to take the right actions. Uh, you can also look at purpose as a calling. Uh, so the work you are engaged, engaged in uh, has a kind of meaning. So that's also related to, to purpose, meaning that, uh, that, uh, that we have. Yeah. Um, so why do you think it's like so important to have purpose in life and pur purpose at work? Yeah, it's uh, there was uh, according to the to the Global Purpose Index uh, 2016. Um, uh, the study shows that uh, um, to find what uh, if you know what is uh, what is the purpose at work, it makes you feel more fulfilled at work. So actually uh, purpose it's uh, it's a motor that that drives uh, the fulfillment at work so it really gives you the satisfaction and uh, an engagement and uh, it makes you makes you more happy at work so it is the, the first killer of uh, the first pillar of perk uh, perk um, model so it's uh, directly related to your happiness because it makes your work uh, more fulfilled because it makes you um, more self-clear and uh, and you know what is important for you. Yeah, and it also has to do with like one. I think everybody wants to help other people. If you would ask them, um, so I think it's also uh, for this little bit extra. Huh? It's uh, also purpose helps you to. Um, or it shows you that your work is not solely about this source of income or status, but it's also about helping people and contributing to something bigger, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's exactly true. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to add something about individual purpose versus organizational purpose, because I know in the applying process and also when we work at a company that, um, well, um, companies would like to work why you exactly would like to work for them uh, and I think organizational purpose also comes back in the core values they set for themselves but this is something totally different from the individual purpose we are discussing today um, because today we want to focus on your individual purpose um, what makes your life and work uh, fulfilling um, well and I think when you feel fulfilled, you have the feeling that you can contribute and that things make sense to you. Um, somebody put it somewhere in having like a North Star available for you, a sense of direction and intention, uh, and also the understanding of the contributing, uh, contribution you are making um, and that the things that you are doing, that you're taking things forward, that you're going somewhere. Um, do you recognize this, Anna, also on your own? Yeah, it's actually interesting what you mentioned. Uh, to to there are two aspects. One is uh, your individual purpose and the purpose of the company, and that's uh, that's uh, that's so so important. And uh, so 
ideally indeed it's perfect when you are aware what is uh, what is your purpose and you are aware what is the purpose of the company that you are working or you want to work because uh, if you align those uh, those those things together i think you will be very engaged and you will be quite happy at your work but also your work will be very happy with you which will be win-win situation and uh, it seems that's what uh, what we want yeah yeah every bit helps i think um so anna before we move into a little bit of statistics that we also want to share with our audience today um, um like for you and me working on this podcast together, it um, turned out to be very inspiring for both of us and it helps us to reflect on the subject of purpose and core values. Uh, also for our own, huh? our own purpose and core values. So if I would ask you today, what does purpose mean to you? Um, um, what do you think your biggest purpose is in it? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been reflecting on that especially because uh, we are busy with this topic, and I was uh, thinking, what is really a purpose for me? And actually, that's a very valuable experience for me because I took time for that, and I think that's all what we should do: just to take time and just reflect what is purpose uh, uh, for ourselves. And then for me, it's definitely definitely it's connecting to, to meaning, what gives me meaning, and uh so i i i dived into into my um my core values and i thought what really gives me meaning at work and i for me it's being creative and creating things but also including growth so i like people uh i like when my work I also let other people grow and I like when my work has an impact so this is the definitely purpose of the of the of the things that I'm doing and that drives me further drives me to go on yeah amazing right um, yeah it was also nice to look into your because of course I did it myself as well uh, I will share a bit about that later but um of course, I delved into my own core values as well, and also purpose. Um, and for me, it's also about helping people forward. Huh? If I go to a practical example of this, I like to see that my clients, I like to support people, I like to help them forward, but and I like to see my clients to make progress so that they are putting at least a bit of effort um, to move forward step by step, no matter how small these steps are. This also means that it's quite a challenge for me to coach people who don't make progress, who the, the people that don't put in a, a tiny bit of effort, that's really an energy drainer for me. Um, so, and then you start want to notice when things start losing their balance, huh? because if you have a sense of purpose, you feel energized, you feel inspired, you feel alive. So this is really, I think, um, what something what people could look at, huh? uh, the feeling energized, the feeling inspired. When do you feel really alive? Yeah, um, you know what? One sorry for interruption. One thought that just came to my mind because I thought that's also so important to share these things because you just mentioned, and of course, I've been your client, and uh, and hearing that from you that it's. Uh, 
it drains your energy when you are working with clients who do not put so much uh, so much uh, input i think knowing that uh, it's very important for me for our good cooperation to give as much input as i can that it all runs smooth so this is actually quite quite important to to just share uh, to share these things i can imagine that can be also important to share it with your manager just to be aware of these things uh, to just make the cooperation uh, easier and smoother yes exactly um, and i think we talk about it uh, but we should address it perhaps more often so if we look over to some statistical back uh, background of all of this eh? um um, because I think being fulfilled in life and being fulfilled at work uh, are, um, well, they add up to each other, I think. Uh, everybody deserves to work. And I think also if you work, uh, you have more meaning, you feel more uh, valued, you feel more fulfilled in life. Um, any statistics to back this up, Anna? Yeah, indeed, the Work Purpose Index 2019 points out that, indeed, statistically, it is impossible to be fulfilled in life if you aren't fulfilled at work. So, apparently, work has such a big impact in our life, but indeed, we spend quite a, quite an essential part in it, that it really influences uh, our uh, fulfillment with life. So, statistically, you need to be fulfilled uh, at work, uh, if you want to be fulfilled in your life. Yeah. So, and I want to add this uh, by uh, some interesting statistics about research done by the big consulting firm McKinsey. Uh, they did it recently, actually, um, uh, to 2021. So this is this year, um, and their um, um, well, their questionnaire showed the results shows that most people. 85% of the people, they feel they have purpose, but only 65 have the feeling they can articulate this purpose. So this means if you look at happiness at work, we have a lot to gain over there. There's still so much room for growth, um, since it's also proven that individual purpose is one, but when individual purpose and organizational purposes align, that's when really engagement and resilience of employees um, well, are boosted. Um, so employees have more attachment to uh, what organizations are doing uh, and what they are doing individually. It becomes like a, a virtual circle uh, and it can be so reinforcement that employees who feel purpose, who feel engaged and are able to maintain resilience, they tend to stick around and stay with your organization. And if not, they will leave. Um, yeah. I I think this is so important what you mentioned about the, about the statistics of the that only sixty five percent of uh, people uh, can articulate this purpose, and that's exactly what we want to to support now. That we want to work on to be more aware of the purpose and to be to know where we stand for, and then to see where the where the where the company's uh, purpose go, and to to try to 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 put it align, and then uh, hoping for the good results. Yes, exactly. And um, one thing I would like to add is that uh, this not 
well, this doesn't relate only to company values, huh? but it's also about the way core values reflect in day-to-day -day operation. And if we, let's, let's just name an example. If respect if one, is one of your core values that uh, helps you also to experience purpose uh, at work. Um, and it's also one of the core values of the company, but you have a manager that doesn't reflect uh, in his behavior, doesn't reflect this value of respect. Uh, in his way of managing the team. And that's where this dissonance starts, uh, starts to take off. And uh, that's when you're starting to feel disconnected. Um, so conclusion, I think, is also um, the more energized you feel during the day, the more things that make sense to you, the happier you will be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So Anna, this was a lot about purpose at work, but um, what can we say about boosting the purpose at work? Yeah, that's a good question indeed. Uh, so we know we need a purpose at work, but the question is how we can actually achieve it, how we can boost purpose at work. Uh, studies suggest that whatever your job is, you can bolster your sense of purpose by reflecting how, uh, how what you do and what your company organization does contributes, contributes to something that you care about. It could be the state of human knowledge, world peace, environmental uh, sustainability, storytelling, creative expression, aesthetic beauty, and so on. Uh, deliberately considering how your day-to-day -day effort serves and contributes to a core value often something beyond self-interest with your sense of purpose at work. Uh, so, so can I we, add a, a, um, an example of one of my clients, how she um, worked with this, Anna? Is that okay for you in, in this? Absolutely, sure, go yeah. ahead, yeah. Yeah, because I, I served a, a, a wonderful young lady um, who was actually feeling quite uh, engaged to the topic of uh, equality at work and also uh, gender equality, like having an... Uh, well, an average um, uh, uh, well, number of um, uh, women in the leadership uh, positions as well. Um, and she really noticed like some examples in her day-to-day -day activities that the management she was working uh, with didn't take this, uh, didn't seem to take this quite seriously or just a few people. Um, and she wanted to add value also because she felt there is a lot to gain on that subject. And what she did, uh, and again, we already mentioned it, but she mentioned this to, to her manager. And actually her manager said, hey, but we have a nice women's program, uh, especially also for young professionals. I think you should be part of it. Um, well, she became part of it. And uh, I think, yeah, she was like... The, well, she uh, was the lead of the first Women's uh, Day events uh, this year, actually, uh, because she was just talking about it, that she feel, felt, uh, I want to boot my, boot my, uh, boost my purpose at work. I want to add more value to, um, yeah, to the team. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So again, this articulation, calling uh, what 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 your thoughts are and what uh, what your values are, and sharing it, and then uh, you never know which way uh, you can go. So indeed, amazing story. Yeah.
So actually what you're saying is that pur purpose is also knowing about uh, that your work matters to you, your organization and beyond, right? That's what we're actually telling. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, you know, to reflect on what what is it, because uh, you might say like, oh, yeah, I um, there's not so much purpose. But if you if you dive deeper and you see actually what is uh, what what uh, what it serves for, what what is it about that the work that I'm doing, what uh, what the values I'm investing and what uh, what is around, uh, I'm sure you might you will find something. And, but just to reflect on it and uh, search. Yeah. Search for it. Search for it. Yeah. So in the podcast series, we're going to include like a series of hacks uh, related to the perk topics and a, uh, a series of demerits. So these are actually the pitfalls. So today we're talking about uh, purpose. Would you have like a happiness uh, purpose hack for people you would like to share? Yeah, sure. It's a, uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely happiness. Uh, so a paper from Michael Steiger finds that people who feel greater purpose at work are happier, have more self clarity, and more satisfaction with work, and feel more personally committed to work. And there is one more thing I wanted to add here. Here is a self awareness. Uh, when you are aware of what is your purpose and what brings you fulfillment, uh, you are significantly more uh, likely to experience fulfillment at work. So yeah, purpose can make you happy, but you have to be aware of what your purpose is. So there, so actually what you're saying is also happy at work related to purpose means also taking time for reflection, right? Indeed. Indeed. And if we talk about demerits, because if uh, if you um, explain the happiness hack the, on purpose huh, to me, like uh, being self-aware and create this self-awareness, um, what would be your demerit? Well, so that would be definitely the opposite. So there would be a lack of self-awareness, a lack of self-awareness about what is your purpose and um, uh, that could make you feel stuck or drained uh, from the energy so uh, it could be that you are stuck with your work and that could be that indeed you don't really know uh, uh, what, what what you're striving for why are you doing that it could be really a pitfall yeah actually i had a guy on the phone yesterday who said okay um where do I want, you went through a really tough period uh, personally in personal life, but also at work, a lot of changes happening. And now he said, okay, actually, I don't know where to take it from here. Uh, what, it, what does it all mean? What does make me happy in life or at work? So he was really stuck um, and drained. And uh, well, um, he also felt drained because of it. Yeah. He ended up in a burnout because of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Yeah, so we have been speaking a lot about core values already in this podcast, and I think it must have come up also in the first general podcast about happiness at work. If you haven't heard it, dear audience, then please go back to the previous episode and listen to it. But we spoke a lot about core values. Um, but what are, what are core values and how can we discover them? 
Yeah, indeed, the core values are really related to a purpose. So the core value is a principle or belief that the person um, or organization views as being of a central importance. So basically, uh, core values are things that matter to us and are very important for us. Yeah, it's also when I start working with people and uh, especially when they want to pivot their career um, uh, or they feel like they have the feeling of being in a, a career rut, this feeling of if they experience that, uh, I always ask them what's the most important, what are the most important things for them in the next career step? So what's important to you? And we all know this, but we don't talk about it frequently. Huh? Um, so... Um, when a job would be really amazing, like for you, Anna, uh, what would be inside the box? Um, what would your answer be? Yeah, I already mentioned that, you know, um, one of my core uh, value is uh, creativity. And I really, really uh, are learning to, to look at the, with those glasses, uh, creativity glasses uh, on my career. And I'm trying to see like, okay, what can I, I know that the creating and growing that's uh, that's the things that brings me energy so I'm I'm trying to 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 build my career and see how I can I can use more uh, creativity at my work because I definitely uh, know that when I when I'm being creative and I'm when I'm using my ideas and building something um it uh, it gives me energy so it could be a building a content of the workshop it could be preparing the activity for children or even cooking at home uh it all brings me energy because i'm 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 using my ideas to, to build something yeah so at long at you, long as you can build uh, and build also something that makes impact perhaps on people's lives yeah. no matter how small is that important for you as well yeah exactly exactly yeah, so we can, we have two ways um, of looking at this subject. Eh? Uh, on one hand, values can simply be described uh, at the things that are especially important to us. They are always pre present with us, eh? although we uh, are not always, we don't ha always have to be aware of them. Um, they will lead you to where you are today and they have led you to where you are today. So they shape you as a human being and determine um, how you are perceived by others. For example, um, if your core values are family, health and security, freedom and trust, um, you can say these are uh, together, they are the theme of, of your life. Um, so probably when you look back at your life and you look ahead um, and where you currently stand, if you reflect on it, um, these core values, this team will come, uh, yeah, will wave itself through everything that you are doing. On the other end, uh, we can also interpret values as long-term goals we want to achieve. So if family is one of your core values, you always want to be there, be around for your families, um, perhaps even start your own family, um, spend as much time to support your kids or other family members outside of, um, well, the main family. So support your mom, support your dad. Um, so it's also, I think, too important to um, mentioned that there's multiple ways of looking at values. Um, and more important, I think it's also 
uh, important to realize that values change over time. Age, life experience, work experience, they shape you as a person. It also means value changes, uh, value change over time. And this is also part of the reason why I believe that it's good, uh, a good thing to evaluate uh, these values every once in a while. Um, and also to bring just one other example of one of my clients, um, they relocated to the Netherlands and I actually had the pleasure of serving their, them both. Uh, and it's a couple. Um, so they noticed that uh, compared to their uh, company of, of country of origin, we have a totally different lifestyle over here in the Netherlands. And they realized that status uh, and just making more money doesn't have has to be doesn't have to be the most important things in your life so the things they were brought up with they started to shift after they relocated and they now feel that their values also start to shift um yeah in life um so from status perhaps even more to having a family life and doing things that make him happy even if he earn less i don't know if you recognize these well, some kind of these stories, Anna. Yeah, indeed. What you what you what you mentioned is uh, uh, that the, the values are guiding us through life, and then uh, they might also they might also change uh, change over uh, over our, our our lifespan. And also, is uh, there are some values that are important for us, uh, like family, health, and security, freedom. Uh, that could that's very important for us. It can be related to work, but also we can look at the at the values. What particular values we can use at work? Uh, what of those? What are the, of those values we can use at work? And maybe there are other values that we can use um, specifically at work. So that's uh, important to see that we can look at the values like globally and uh, look at that through our life and also. Uh, be aware that they are changing, like you are just like you just mentioned. Yeah, I think if I look back to my twenties, let's then I think uh, I had totally different core values um, back then than if I would reflect on it. Then I'm yeah currently have. Yeah, absolutely. Even if I look at my two last years, my my values shifted quite quite a lot. Also, so they are just depending on the on the the point of life we are. I guess they might change. Yeah. So, um, how do our core values show at work? Um, shall I share something about that, Anna, or would you like to? share something yeah maybe it. maybe we can just uh, start and we'll see how uh, how we how we fill it in yeah well uh, i think values at work they are usually also related to the things people recognize you for at huh, the workplace i think if i would well ask one of your team members anna in your current team uh, they probably recognize you for this uh, creativity and wanting to build things that also make impact um, so if you work in a team, you probably also know who to ask if certain tasks need to be done or if new responsibilities come, to, uh, come into place, you, um, well, perhaps you know who to address. Um, am I right, Anna? Yeah, yeah, indeed. I absolutely recognize that. So uh, indeed, 
you that's the one one of the things you might ask your your co-workers or even you might share it with your co-workers because uh, uh, when i'm just uh, uh, listening to you and you're saying of uh, the, the the colleagues that having a certain role i already have some examples in my mind of uh, uh, let's say debbie likes to take care of everyone and uh, and so on so i already have a pictures of, of people uh, that are in a place so actually that's a very good idea either to share it and to just give a compliment to your colleague then you share the value that 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 someone might uh, might have in your eyes but also it's good to actively ask uh, your your colleagues about that what what do you think uh, what is my value value yeah um i think asking for this input uh, from co-workers and colleagues is also a great start for reflecting on your own core values huh? um, well we will share a few uh, ways on how to get started on that topic but uh, for my clients i've set up a short questionnaire with like four or five questions and i i sent them to them um well and i sent them off to do their investigations among friends and families and what i noticed it's usually a booster for their self-confidence and the first step also towards change if they are looking for it yeah absolutely i think this is uh this is a really booster of of uh, of the confidence i did it myself and i really enjoyed it uh but that's indeed one way you can also reflect yourself and uh, there is multiple ways uh, to to reflecting uh, to reflect on your core values so um well i would also well, like you advised uh, it would be good to start with uh, asking your colleagues but also start reflecting yourself start with capturing on sticky notes everything that is important for you just uh, put it on paper uh, not not particularly about the people or objects but uh, for example you might value friendship comfort and patience so just to put it on the sticky notes and then um, and then you might group them, you might remove them after some time. But just uh, if something comes to your mind, just uh, put it on a, on a post-it and, uh, and just see how it uh, builds up. Uh, you can also use uh, the ready-made list of values. So that could be a next step. Uh, if you already came up with some of your of your values, you might uh, you might you might check or fill it in with the values that exist. And maybe you read something that say, "Oh yeah, I never thought about it myself, but indeed I recognize it. I really resonate with uh, with this value." You can so you can discover something new. The other way would be doing a test. Uh, there is plenty of uh, tests available uh, online that you can do just uh, um, personal value assessment uh, um, some are taking longer some are taking shorter but you can also get an idea from the test and then you can verify it or was it something that i had in mind before when i was doing my post-it exercise or is it something completely different or i discovered something new um, so that uh, that that could be also option yeah. And there is also one one uh, activity that uh, we were thinking, we were discussing before, and we both liked it. It's about um, work purpose balloon. So to think about uh, about the values that inflate a balloon. So let's imagine the party balloon as as your purpose, and then you think about the core values that uh, inflates the balloon. So basically, gives you more energy, and you think about the values 
that can deflate the balloon so that drains you out of energy so it's good to visualize it it's it helps uh, for people who likes to visualize to uh, just think about it what uh, inflates the balloon what makes it bigger and what deflates what drains the the energy yeah well, we talk about energy drainers and uh, givers a bit more a bit later on. And we, I just want people to know that uh, for the balloon activity, the sessionlab.com has uh, has made a canvas for it. You can easily print it well, or draw your own balloon on your own whiteboard if you want to. Um, I will put in the show notes um, the links to um, the, the list of values, the ideas you shared, uh, and also the personal values assessment. Um, so thanks, Ada, for sharing all those wonderful ideas. Um, so to close today the show, uh, when you already know what your core values are, do we have some tips for people to boost their activities, to boost the purpose? Yeah, I would like to come with three big ideas how to boost your purpose. So when we already know what our core values are, number one, actively from time to time reflect on your core values so that's quite important to reflect what what brings you energy what what drains you and what drains your energy so just reflect what are your core values and uh, to know where you are yeah i would like to add something on that because i think um, um we called it the little book of energy i guess um, um if you relate to uh, your day-to-day activities, it makes sense to uh, evaluate them from time to time and see what made you feel alive during the day and what drained the energy out of you. So uh, what I ask my clients to do, uh, frequently ask my clients to do, is to keep this little book of energy. And it's a kind of a journal, um, plain and simple, uh, in which you write down the answer to two main questions. Eh? When did I feel most alive today? And when did I feel most drained today and this doesn't have to take long just five to ten minutes a day and what I noticed when doing this for myself because I actively still use this method um, or when working with my clients is that you start realizing what energizes you and what not so at the same time when I ask people to start working with it. I notice people immediately start to use this journal journal to set boundaries, to organize their work differently, or they start to say no to the things that drain them and yes to the task that uh, and responsibility that energy drain uh, energizes them. Um, to make it even yeah. more yeah, to even make it more specific, one of my clients she found out. Um, while doing this exercise that actually um, her kids tend, tend, she had very small young kids, tended to be her biggest energy drainer. And that really um, scared the hell out of her, of course, because she didn't want her kids to be a drainer. But it helped her to um, uh, have the conversation with her husband to organize things differently so that she could spend time on her own well-being and change the situation she was in. And then the kids all of a sudden became an energy giver instead of an energy trainer. Yeah, amazing story, actually. So it's all about awareness. Indeed, that's where we are. It's all about awareness. I actually wanted to share my personal experience with the little book of energy. 
because I also you also suggested it to me and I I made it so I have a book with a big uh, plus at one uh, one end and the big minus at the other end and then I always have it in my bag and at the end of the day when I'm in the train I'm just uh, writing uh, writing my thoughts and for me it works um it shows me the pattern actually because sometimes I, I look back uh, in the last month and I'm just uh, reading uh, my notes and for example I, I, I realized that I never would came uh, came myself to that conclusion that I really would like to work with other people so much uh, but when I read I have a lot of notes that like I, I worked I work on that project with that person I work with that uh, project on that per with that person and then it also helps you to realize what 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 do you like so it's actually amazing that uh, because we are so busy in our minds we might not realize it uh, ourselves but when it's already recorded when we look back it can bring something new exactly so anna do we have a second hack for people to um exactly yes so that was the first one actively from time to time reflect on your values and we suggested that the little book uh, of energy here this and uh, the second one is uh, pursue or work opportunities that line up with those core values that you are framing your work that work and you are pursuing particularly opportunities that lines up so basically line up your core values with uh, with the work that you are doing, try to connect those uh, those two things. So get engaged at work with the things that are lined up with your core values. This is what they call job crafting, right? Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, and I, I think some people might have the question how to do this. Um, so I think it's not only about awareness, by having something present or create something like the little book of energy. But it's also, and I think we already mentioned this today, is about starting the conversation. Uh, and I think if you look at work settings, uh, especially mid-year uh, and end-year performance reviews are a perfect place to speak out short and long-term perspectives to your manager, to express core values and how you would like to bring them more into your work activities. But I know some people will also have like bilateral conversations, the one-on-ones every well, four weeks or whatever, six weeks perhaps, this can be your opportunity to bring this subject onto the table to start crafting your job towards uh, the things you actually like. Yeah, I actually have my, my personal story here. Uh, I, uh, as I mentioned before, I really like uh, uh, creativity and um, that's something that, that, that's, that uh, is very important for me. Uh, so I started to, to work on that topic at my work. Uh, I work in a preschool uh, with small children. And I really like to do workshops, uh, either for a team or for, for the children. And actually, I got involved, I got the opportunity to get involved in, uh, in quite a few workshops. And uh, looking back at my experience now, I have to admit that I, I, I'm, doing, I'm working over hours uh, preparing that workshops. And that's instead of making me more tired, it gives me energy because that's exactly what I, uh, what I like to do. It gives me energy because I'm making what I want, like to do. And there is a nice, uh, nice result of it, what, uh, what, really, what really fulfills me. So uh, yeah, that's what you said. If there is opportunity, a way to, to craft your job, that's 
that's actually amazing. Yeah. So what's the third and last hack you would like to share with people to boost their purpose? Well, reminding yourself that your work is meaningful to you. Uh, share, share that with others, discuss it with others, uh, um, in which uh, your work, these qualities or purpose are important, what, what is important. So just uh, remind yourself, but also bring it on the table with talking to other people and just make it, make it live, make it, uh, make, it, make it present in your life. Wonderful. Well, I think that's it for now to uh, summarize things that we spoke about in this topic, uh, in this podcast, sorry. We spoke about purpose and what is purpose if we relate this to happiness at work. We delved into how to boost the purpose at work and we shared loads of practical examples of our own and of working with people. We delved into core values, what are they and how to discover them. And finally, we gave you three ways to uh, boost your purpose. Um, we hope you liked, uh, liked listening to us. Um, and of course, we hope to see you back next week for the second podcast episode about happiness at work. And what will we talk about more next week, Anna? Oh, uh, well, next week uh, we are getting into E, like engagement. So we're going to go to the second, uh, second uh, key concept of uh, PERC, engagement. Well, I'm looking forward uh, to it. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for today. Yes, and um, we will be back next week. Yeah, perfect. If you enjoyed this week's episode, I invite you to check out mariellaobels.com to find out more about the ways Mariella could support you in bringing your career goals to come to life. The member program run by Mariella is the essential resource for anyone who wishes to get hired in the Netherlands or pivot their career successfully while living abroad. Whether you are still trying to figure out how to get hired in the Netherlands or whether you would like to get promoted and bring your career to the next level, the membership program can help you to boost your activities and realize your career goals. With the extensive course library, monthly training, bi-weekly Q&A sessions, perks, tools and a supportive and active community to support you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the membership program run by Marielle is the place to be for anyone who would like to get hired or pivot their career in the Netherlands. Check it out on marielleobels.com.